Hello, everyone, and welcome to Connected, where we talk about stories that connect us all. My name is Billy. I am here with a longtime member, Rich Kane. He has been a member of Putnam Clubhouse, or to what uh, many he knows as Putnam Clubhouse, but is now, it has been changed to Connections House. He's been uh, a member since the beginning. Putnam Clubhouse was a thing. Um, we are now Connections House. Um, before we get into your thoughts on the whole transition, um, I'd like to get to know, uh, I'd like to get to know, we'd like to get to know more about you, Rich. Okay. Uh, so how did you first hear about um, Putnam Clubhouse? Uh, my family heard about it through NAMI, an organization here in the, I think it's worldwide, but I, I know that they have a chapter here. Um, they had just heard about this place that's opening up called the clubhouse. Um, so it was through my family that we're, they were going to a program through NAMI and, and that's how they found out about clubhouse. Mm, nice. And then when you were going through, uh, orientation and, and the tour, what did you, what were your first impressions? Well, there really wasn't much of orientation. There was like, well, there was like a, a group orientation, I guess you could say, uh, for the first 20 members or something, sat in on a meeting um, about what was going to happen with the clubhouse and stuff. And it was all so new. Um, but I could see a sense of community from the get-go that uh, seemed to be pretty cool. And some of those people are still my friends. Nice. life uh, Lifelong friends, I assume, yeah. Yeah. Acquaintances, at least, you know, with the clubhouse, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It seems like uh, you've um, found your uh, your your community and your sense of belonging. Um, what did you did you expect? Did you expect yourself to to uh, be a member for so long? Um, when it, uh, knowing that it's like a very new thing and that this new organization is has just started yeah i my thoughts back then that you know would just be maybe a one-year thing a two-year thing just kind of get back in the groove so to speak um i didn't know it would lead to 15 years later and still being a part of this organization nice still well, volunteering here yeah and uh what did what did you um when it first started out what did you uh what did you work on uh what was your position well, we first started out just putting desks together. Um, me and another member, Tamara, often talks about the desks we put together. We were just setting up the clubhouse when it very first started. I did some typing of some literature from other clubhouses that they wanted to use with our new clubhouse. Um, so that's what I was doing. I was doing a little bit of typing and then setting up just the clubhouse itself. Mm. So you were you were you and Tamara and a couple of other members were ground zero yes and yes. um how does that hmm did you how did you um over the years right um how much did it change prior to covid Prior to COVID, it, it had changed quite a bit 
over the years. Um, we have grown to the full um, second floor. Um, they had knocked down some walls to make room for uh, some more of the clubhouse. Um, it was just a small half of the, or maybe a quarter of the clubhouse site that we have now is what we had in the in the beginning. So it was just like a, a little room or like some kind of a little office space. Yeah, it was a it was a big one big main room and then like f- three office small offices mm-hmm. down the hallway and then they knocked down the wall and re- opened up another hallway to more office space mm-hmm. and then uh, a, some companies left so we took over the space that those companies had occupied nice so it, it was it seemed like uh, it, it caught fire and it was it was growing uh from the get-go um and then Obviously, COVID had uh, put a pause on uh, the routine and, and the habits of, of the clubhouse. How did you adapt to um, you know the whole COVID changes? And then I know that uh, the clubhouse went uh, virtual. And did you still participate in those in the whole virtual world of the the clubhouse? I did. Yeah, I did participate in virtual um, different programs they had available virtually. And they had work order day offered um, virtually as well. So anytime you wanted to join, you could join throughout the day from like nine to five. They were open, but they had it going the whole time. And then they had specific programs for um, virtual, like music appreciation was still going on, Mm. um, different things like that. Okay. What did, uh, what did the work order day look like virtually? They were just working on, you know, different things within the administrative part. That's what I joined in on is administrative part. Um, different flyers they were, you know, I guess to put post on the website and stuff like that. They were working on that kind of stuff. Um, so they had us participate in how to develop those uh, flyers and things that we did post on the websites. Mm. Okay. And then you've, uh, ever since, uh, the, the clubhouse has, um, so after, you know, we've come back to normal, you know, after the whole uh, pandemic, um, how did you, how did you feel about, um, coming back to the clubhouse seeing people and, and and the whole social time uh or being able to see people again you know after covid and then after um the whole virtual uh era of of the clubhouse did you um how did you feel about that it was nice to get back in the actual clubhouse space um and see the people that, you know, we had been working with on the virtual end too. But uh, there was a lot of new faces that came in during the COVID time. Um, staff people, seemed there was some new staff that joined like right at COVID time, I guess, um, mm-hmm. because I had gotten used to certain people and then I had to get reinduced or introduced to some newer people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was pretty cool coming in and actually meeting them in person. Yeah. I'm like when I am one of those new people that um <laughs> that you know have has joined the clubhouse which is now Connections House. Um and when we first met you uh shared some 
you shared your interest in uh, the media side of uh, the the clubhouse. And when did when did that interest come about? Was that during um, your time bef- before COVID, or did that um, happen? You know, does that ha- did you have your interest? You know, uh, like recently. It was before COVID, quite a few years before COVID. Um, we had a multimedia unit, mm. a dedicated multimedia unit. And mm-hmm. um, so I got to work with them a lot. We were doing newscasts and cooking shows and um, different uh, publications for the website about the clubhouse, you know, uh, interviews of members and stuff like that um, was what we were working on. So we always had something to, to edit and work with um okay and so it was pretty cool you know being able to film stuff edit stuff um and see kind of the finished product nice and what was uh what was your uh favorite thing and what was your position for the uh uh, media team most of the time i was behind the camera um running the camera and then i did some editing as well Mm -hmm. yeah nice and uh what was your favorite thing about uh editing and the whole process of the production side of, uh, you know, the me- being part of the media team. Well, the editing was cool because you saw the bloopers that you wanted to take out and stuff, <laughs> and so it was kind of neat to watch it get honed into something that you know was very cohesive. When you start out with just the raw footage, mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty cool to work that down and to get it to something that's the finished product. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely uh, resonate with that just because. I have been um I have been editing videos for like for a long time ever since high school and I always enjoy um not only the end product seeing the end product but the process of um hang or the process of the of the collaboration and the and the teamwork that goes behind the end product and it's just it's just always a fun time uh, seeing the bloopers and then uh, just hanging out with your your friends and uh, just creating something beautiful. Um, yeah. Did you always have an interest in uh, like films? Like prior to you you join you joining the media team? Um, I had a little bit of interest, but not a lot of interest. Um, mm-hmm. I had you know just always been interested in photography um and curious about photography and video cameras and stuff like that um it's always interesting to hear you know how they make movies and stuff like that and to, you know to hear all the, the how much goes into it mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot of work yeah it's a lot of work behind the scenes you know mm-hmm. everyone sees the end product and they think it's easy but it's it's a lot of of behind the scenes and a lot of work and um yeah hopefully hopefully um we get to work together more in this uh new uh media department uh i hope we i hope i can elevate your editing skills uh with this new um era of like social media and stuff like that and the podcast so hopefully i get to um work with you on that and i hope uh, your interest in the media side of uh the connections house can um i hope it still interests you it does interest cool. me yeah cool 
Um, so I'd like to get to know a little bit more about you. Uh, what is your, what do you like to do on your free time? Um, I play guitar a little bit. I play video games and stuff. Um, a lot of video games. What kind of video games do you play? Uh, all the whole range of stuff. Um, you know, life sim games to shoot 'em up games to action adventure games. Mm-hmm. What are your top? What are your top? What is your top uh, first person shooter game, adventure game, uh, or like just give me a list of like your top five? I would say uh, Destiny Two um, adventure games be something like maybe Gotham Knights or something like that or Batman series. Ooh, the Batman. The Arkham series. series Yeah, it was really really good. good. Um, Animal Crossing, I love Animal Crossing. I play Mm -hmm. that quite a bit. I hear that's very popular, yeah. um, Have you played the new one? I have. I've been playing that for a while, yeah. Yeah, nice. I've never played it myself, but I've always seen other people enjoy it. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I've been a lifelong fan of that series since it started out with the GameCube or... Yeah, the GameCube, I think it was, mm-hmm. something 20 years ago. Nice. Um, and then you mentioned uh, guitar. Um, when did you start playing guitar? Um, I would say about was 30 years ago. Is mm-hmm. that right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, 30 years ago. I was about 18. What, in, what inspired you to... Um to just grab a guitar and strumming is there a, a specific band or artist that in uh influenced you to pick up a guitar um, well my brother was playing guitar at the time so that kind of introduced me to you know a lot of, about playing the guitar and thinking to myself that something i could do if my brother can do it i could do it mm-hmm. um i liked rock and roll since i was a kid um and i always you know liked what the guitar players were doing yeah, it's it's cool to see people rock out. Uh, did you, what are your favorite bands or your artists? Um, artists, you know, like blues players, um, Jimi Hendrix and Stevie Ray Vaughan, and bands like um, the Foo Fighters, Dave Grohl and stuff. I like the stuff he puts out. Um, yeah, some bands like that. Um, my first band I got interested in was Kiss, the band Kiss, way mm-hmm. back when, mm-hmm. in the 70s. So they still going. They're still going. And bands like The Who and The Rolling Stones, of course, from the 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. Have you been to any of, like, um, the Woodstock or any of the big concerts back in the 70s? No, I've never been to one of the major, you know, major. big concert deals i've been to individual concerts mm-hmm. but never uh like a, i guess you would say a, ma- a major weekend concert or whatever they have you know mm-hmm. you've mentioned work um where where do you work at right now right now i work at the peer connection center as a transitional employment position um through the clubhouse itself um that's a six and ninth six month to nine month job and it's pretty cool uh, what do you, what kind of, uh, what's, what is your day to day look like? What is your daily routine? Uh, like the first thing when you, uh, come into work, um, and then when you clock out, what's your, what's your, uh, routine? Yeah, it varies because I'm there to help 
support the peer coaches. So um, sometimes I sit in on the morning connections from 9 to 10 where we check in with the members and see how their day is going, how their week is going, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have a, like a core group from 10 to 12 that I sit in on, but I don't really facilitate that. I just am more of a participant in that. During that time, I might start preparing the lunches because I've been doing that more um, as of late, uh, helping out with preparing the lunches and putting stuff together. It's not really cooking. It's mainly just heating up stuff, heating up soups or chilies or those kinds of things or simple simple uh, lunches. And then, did, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and then we once we do, we're done with lunch, about 1230, we, we do some tasks where we clean up the, the center, sweep up and you know, wipe down counters and all that kind of stuff. And then I leave at one. Nice. Oh, excuse me. So, um, how did, how did you, uh, how did that job come about? I know that you've been a member and, uh, you've been given a job. How did, how did that at peer connections, how did that come about? How did, how did that happen? Um, well, when we took over, or uh, I guess, you know, started handling RI as a part of our program as well, an offshoot of our program, uh, I guess their satellite program, I guess is what it's called. I knew that they were developing a position at each of the facilities. And so I was, someone else had got the position before me, but then he had gotten promoted to a full-time peer coach. And so I saw the opportunity that I wanted to be a part of that you know, a, a transitional employment position. So I asked about it and they, um, we went through a process and they said, yeah. I am so sorry about that. <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, could you repeat that again? Yeah. So I just, um, we had, I had seen the opportunity and asked about it and, uh, went through the process of finding out more information about it. Um, and they said, yeah, you can have it if you want to do it. And I said, yeah, I want to do it. Nice. Um, so going back to our question earlier, how, how do you feel, how does, um, how do you, how would you compare Putnam Clubhouse to Connections House? I know that it's new. But being that everything is now like being digital and 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 everything, you see new people. Um, how do you uh, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about the change from Putnam to Connections House? Um, well, I think it's interesting. It's it's always been changed at the clubhouse since the beginning. It's always you know, changed from time to time. And this is just another change um, into a new direction with a new name. Um, but a lot of this same stuff is going to still happen. It's going to still be, but it'll it'll morph into something else eventually, I imagine. And as it goes along. Nice. So you're definitely for it and along for the ride for the, for the changes and, and everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um,
I think that's cool. Well, uh, I think that's uh, all we have for this episode. Thank you again, Rich Kane, for coming in and sharing your story. Sure. Um, I, I appreciate it very much. And um, thank you to everyone who's watching and listening uh, wherever you are and however you're watching or listening. Um, thank you again. My name is Billy. This is Rich Kane. And thank you. Thank Peace. you.